Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Right. Hello, everybody. Today, I have the wonderful Annie Carl, a good friend of mine with us. Hi, Annie. Hello. Hello. Um, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you and what you do? All that goodness. So I'm actually kind of in like a really weird phase right now of what I do. It's kind of undecided. Um, I, t- in the previously, I was um, a social media and brand consultant. So like I really helped businesses figure out um, different branding strategies and social media strategies. Like that's what I did. And I did really well with it. Um, but it's just not the most fulfilling thing for me. And I'm finding myself to really not enjoy it as much anymore. Um, so I've been really kind of shifting into more of like a quote unquote, like life. I hate the term for some reason, but I call it, it's basically life coaching. Um, and so I'm kind of trying to like figure out that world and figure out kind of like my niche and where I want to go with that. So working with Abby has actually been really helpful for me and kind of like trying to figure that out so in terms of what I do telling people is kind of it's a little up in the air right now all over the place (laughs) right now um and I've worked with Annie too you helped me a lot with the social media and branding like we've kind of um worked together and actually I kind of want to tell everybody about how we met too so back um when I had my massage practice I had been moving so we have a mutual friend Cheyenne and um I had been moving and like I ran into Annie and Shy on the side of the street and they were like come get lunch with us like hang out and our friend Michael too and I was like no like I have work to do right like I've got things to get done I'm moving I have stuff to do for my business like I can't take the day off I can't have lunch um and then I decided to I was like you know what screw it whatever I'll, I'll go have lunch with them so I ended up meeting Annie and Michael Annie and I became like very good friends. Um, you actually came and worked with me a ton in my massage business. Like she yeah. came for massage. You, like you spent a ton of money. Michael came to yoga all the time. So it was funny. I felt like, oh, I'm slacking and taking the day off. And I actually ended up meeting like two of my best clients from, from that little lunch. Um, yeah. And then Annie, when she would come for a massage, become, became like my personal life consultant and business <laughs> consultant. And, like, we were each other's consultants. <laughs> It wasn't just me. It was both of us. I would always ask her for help and advice on whatever I was doing. I was like, Annie, help. And so now it's funny. Like we're both doing that kind of work and coaching others. And like, we had done that for each other, like a whole bunch. So yeah, that was even before we had like figured out our own coaching niches because you were still doing massage therapy and I was really still I was doing some brand and consulting, but I was more so like my main income. I, w- I was, a, I still do serve, but like one of the other things I do is I'm a server. So like my, in- my main income at the point that I was seeing Abby was serving and I wasn't really doing my own thing quite yet in terms of the social media consulting and brand consulting. So me and you really evolved together. Yes, we have. I know. And I always like would laugh when I first met you. I'm like, oh my God, like you're just so wise. Like, and Annie's young and like, I always forget how much younger than me you are, but like you're so wise for your age. Like I'd always be like asking you for advice. (laughs) It's funny because now that I've entered and I did want to talk about this with you today. Now that I've entered this whole, like I keep saying quote unquote, but like life coaching world is I was expecting originally like my whole 
slogan was helping 20 to 30 year olds get their shit together. Like that was kind of what I wanted to do. And all the people that have been reaching out to me about like, actually, I haven't actually set in stone like a coaching package or anything. Like I really haven't started the whole life coaching thing, but all the people who are reaching out to me who are like really invested and interested in my content are like 35 year old men and women. Mm. So like my whole thing was like, oh, I'm going to coach like 20 year olds, like people like me to like help them get their shit together. Cause like, I think I've done a really good job of that. And so it's been really interesting to see like all of these like 35 year old, like men and women, like reach out to me being like, wait, but help. I really need to work with you. And I'm like, wait, help. you want help from a 22 year old girl? Really? Yes. You are so good though. Like age doesn't even matter. Like, you, and you were one of the people who really showed me that, like you've definitely been like someone who I go to for help with anything and like Annie's always really honest so like when I put yeah. something out I'll have you like review it because you will let me know if there's errors or if I should yeah. fix it you won't be shy <laughs> no I'm not I, I I just don't see the point in ever like that does not help someone grow if you're gonna be sugarcoat anything like yeah you can obviously tell them your approach matters 100 percent but it does not help anyone to not be honest with them. Like that just hinders their growth. And so no, it's the worst when I ask someone like, will you look at this new website? And they're like, yeah, it looks great. And I'm like, okay, there's no way all of it looks great. Like, give me some feedback. Yeah. And I mean, it shows that they're not really paying attention in my opinion. Like if you can't find one thing that's wrong with the website, did you really take the time to look at it? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there's I always something to improve on. You could have something perfect and there's still something you can do to make it better. Uh, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And you're so good with that. Like you're definitely one of my go-tos, but I was like, it was just so funny. Like how we met, I was feeling like a slacker, you know, I was all yeah. up in my gremlins of like being a bad business owner and taking the, taking a break to go have lunch with friends. Um, and then ended up like into this beautiful relationship where we've like really consulted each other over the years. <laughs> I know the universe has a funny way of working out for us. Doesn't it? It does. It does. So why don't you tell everybody like where you're at, what you need help with today, what's going on, all that jazz. So before I do go into it, I do think it's kind of important just to like mention part of my history, which um, I didn't like go the traditional path. So I chose not to go to college out of high school. And I basically like worked my ass off to travel for a year. So like I graduated high school early. And then I work like literally like 20 hours a day in order to make enough money to travel for the year. So that was like a big part of my life experience. Um, and then I moved to Austin, Texas, like by myself, not knowing anyone, anything, had that experience. And then the big part of my life that like is kind of like the most important what I'm doing now is I had like this huge like chronic pain journey for, it was like really intense for two years. Um, and I was very lucky to find the Kapinski Clinic, which is like a functional medicine and neuro rehab um, place. And they like really kind of got me better. Abby was a huge part of my healing process when she was in massage therapy. Um, so the chronic pain like really is kind of like a big part of my history, which is why I'm kind of in today's session with Abby, like that's kind of what I want to talk about. So going on with my business, I've been focusing on kind of like productivity hacks and like life hacks and like really how to optimize your life. Um, because when you live with chronic pain, your energy is so limited where you really have to focus on maximizing and optimizing what you can with like the two hours of like good energy you might have a day. Um, so I kind of was bringing those skill sets to Instagram and like teaching people all the things that I've learned the past few years. 
Um, and so basically the thing I want to talk about with Abby today is my head is in kind of like such a cloud of I have so many ideas and I don't know what to do with all of them. Like I can't find clarity in which direction I want to go. I feel like I'm niched down in the sense that I have to like choose one thing and it's like do I want to go in the chronic pain direction? Do I want to go in the like life optimization productivity? Do I want to focus on travel blogging? Like I feel like in order to be successful I need to niche down but I have so many things and I don't know how to like figure out how to do this. My brain is just in such like a clusterfuck. All over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, well, this is something I help Annie with often, but also something that is really common for manifesting generators. She is a 5-1 emotional manifesting generator with the Jack of all trades channel, as well as the 3410. So you're like the ultimate manifesting generator all over the place with all the ideas and all the energy um, to get it done. But oftentimes we have to sit down and regroup on like, okay, well, where is the best place to put your energy? And like, what is it that you actually want to focus on and move forward with? Because you're being pulled kind of in all these other directions. So my first question for you is why do you feel like you have to niche down? I know we always do this. Mm-hmm. I've had other yeah, sessions. We've been here before, this right? Is an issue that comes up every time. I just feel like it's such a branding thing. Like since I was in the social media and branding world for a while, like that's one of like the first lessons they teach you is like if you're not known for one thing, you won't be known for anything. Like that's one of like the big sayings in that like world. So I'm like, oh, if I'm not known for one thing, then I'm not gonna be known for anything, and I'm just gonna be like this huge like mess and no one's gonna know what to expect from me and like I feel like in order for people to like everyone just likes I just feel like I have to have one thing because it just makes it easier for people to understand and this and that and just like societal like not even societal pressures but just like branding pressures like that's just like a thing where everyone they're always like you have to have one thing what's your one thing yeah yeah and we hear that a lot in the branding world and like um, yeah. And I, I deal with this too. I'm like still trying to navigate this land of like, well, you have to have one clear offer and you have to have one clear thing. And if you're too all over the place, no one's going to recognize you for anything that you do. Um, so do you think that for you, that that's true? No, I think everyone, I think people who know me know that I'm so all over the board. So I don't think I really, like, I know that I don't have to niche down. And I know that, like, because of working with you that we've, like, discovered that we don't have to do that. But it's more of, like, I'm really trying to figure out, like, how to deliver content in, like, the most effective way because I have so many ideas. And it's, like, what's priority? Like, what lights me up? What do I, you know? Mm. And that's kind of where I'm really lost right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you feel like does light you up the most right now in this current? So I actually did a huge brain dump. Um, the other oh yeah, day I saw where, that. Uh-huh. So yeah, like I basically have, I have notebooks, like literal notebooks of ideas and I ripped out all of the pages. So I put them like all on my bed and like, I looked at all of them. And then from those pages, I created like a very specific set of lists and like, cause I'm, if anyone, Abby knows this, but I'm really into categories, like categorizing my life just like makes me feel safe. (laughs) So I categorized like all the content I want. So it was like environmental issues. It was big ideas. It was questions. It was, um, 
chronic pain, it was travel, like all these different categories. And in the end, the two categories that just lit me up and I couldn't stop writing about were the questions and the concept categories. So like an example of a question or a concept, like a concept would be like discipline equals freedom or extreme ownership. And then a question could be like, am I chasing a life that I don't even want? Or am I living the life that I'm supposed to live or the life that I want to live? Like those are kind of like those big ideas that like really light me up. Mm. And that's what I'm passionate about. Like my whole thing ever since I was in high school was live life. That has been my motto and for the past like six years of my life. And like, I just see so many people who aren't like living and I just want people to live and feel alive and take a walk and like not feel so bogged down by like society and society telling them to do Mm. so that's like what really like has always lit me up like that's been like the consistent theme of my life for the past like forever so and I love that that's amazing so how are you actually doing that with some of these different ideas what do you mean for content or? Um, so like, I know you have your chronic pain and you have your travel and you have like, you've got these different things. You want to help 20 and 30 year olds get their shit together. How through those different separate, separate ideas, are you really helping people to live life to the fullest and really helping people to um, make the most out of their life? It's all over the place. Cause there's, again, like there's so many different aspects of it so it's like there's the I'm big on like routine and like in terms of like having a morning routine and like really taking care of yourself like self-care has been a huge theme for me especially with chronic pain and self-care is not like bath bombs and all that bullshit it is waking up consistently and getting after it and doing drinking your water taking your supplements, if you take supplements, going for a walk, getting movement, and like those things are the things that like really create systemic change in your life. Um, So that's like one avenue, but it's also then just asking those proper questions. So I'm a very reflective person where like it's, I'm introverted, it's very important for me to like reflect. And so one of the big things that people seem to respond really well to is when I ask kind of those like higher level, like big thinking questions. Yeah, like you said in the beginning, those questions and conceptualize it, like. Yeah, like I do on Instagram stories, I ask a lot of questions and so many, one, I get huge engagement on them and two, so many people DM me and they're like, I've never even like thought about these things. Like, thank you for like, even like allowing me to think about these things. So it's like things that I think everyone's already doing, people aren't. And I think I need to remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always going to feel that way, especially in coaching. And I think that that goes against everything we've been taught of like work needs to be hard, but I find this all the time. Like, I think it's so simple. Like it's such a simple idea to me, but then my clients are like, oh my God, I never thought of that. I know. So (laughs) it is allowing it to be easy. Like the reason you're coaching them and that you're the expert is because for you, it is easy. um, And you're going to help them along the journey. So remembering that, that, that isn't always there for everybody. Mm-hmm. if that makes sense does that make sense yeah so now talk about some of the other different things like chronic pain so, chronic pain that's a yeah so yeah that, that's one of the biggest things that has been bothering me is mm-hmm. I recently did a post about chronic pain 
and about it was like a instagram tv video and it was actually not even specifically about chronic pain um i recently had a set of new health issues and i've have a functional medicine doctor that really solves everything for me but in terms of getting imaging and stuff I like to go to the conventional medicine doctors just to like make sure everything's all good so I went to the conventional medicine doctors and I realized how horrible it was and like awful so I did a rant on it because I'm a big ranter like I talk too much and when I rant I I I rant that's (laughs) your like sacral center just like on fire ready to go yeah I I was ranting like I almost I started crying to the during the rant at one point I was like angry like this was a rant and it only got like 200 views but out of those 200 views about like 20 people reached out to me all like people I would never expect like people who I haven't talked to and some people I haven't I've never talked to them some people I haven't talked to them in years And they all like DM me like these very, very like personal stories about like the struggles they've had in conventional medicine and their own chronic pain journey. And it took me like literally like two days to get back to everyone. Cause if someone's sharing a very personal story like you wanna give them the appropriate response. Mm. And so I think chronic pain is like, there's so much value that I could offer in that world. Um, And I really do, I want to like there if I could help anyone like minimize the struggle they go through or find the proper care like that is something and when you go through like any art hardship in life when you go through something you feel so alone and you don't realize that even though there are maybe thousands hundreds other people going through the same thing when you're in the grit of that hardship like you really feel so alone that like no one else could understand so to be kind of like a shining light where like I could be like I do understand I'm like there actually is a light at the end of the tunnel like I promise um so I definitely want to like get into the chronic pain and I think I don't know how it would look for me kind of like coaching in that world or offering content completely but my biggest thing with that is like um and I was talking to Abby about this before the podcast is I don't want to be chronic pain was my identity for two years and like now that I've gotten past that like I just I don't want I don't want to be the chronic pain girl like I don't want that to be my identity and I don't want to be known for that at all like I need that part of my life like gone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like the part like that I don't want that (laughs) yeah which is totally understandable it's like um and I think that that's one of the reasons I hate like niching down as such a strict like rule is because it is forcing us into this box of one identity, um, which really just never feels good for me. Like that, that, that always rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. But yeah, that's what everyone tells you to do. So it's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's always hard. And I feel like there's always, um, and that's a big thing I'm trying to do is like break all the rules that go along with having a business. Like, why do there have to be so many fucking rules? Why can't Literally. I just help who I help and do what I want to do? Um, yeah. And who's to say that you won't have a very successful business as you do all these other things? Yeah. And then the other thing I want to say, which is um, by helping people. So if you were to be helping people who are struggling with chronic pain to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, like you said, to see that there's a way out of it um, and to help them through that process, support them through that process. um, Isn't that really helping them live life to the fullest? Wow, Abby, (laughs) look at you. (laughs) 
It is. Isn't it, it definitely is. It 100% is. <laughs> Look We're waiting that. 10 minutes to ask you that question. <laughs> right? It is. I think it's so funny that chronic pain happened to me because I've always been like, I say this to people, live life was my huge motto my whole life. And the one thing that could possibly like break me broke broke me from living life so it's like but I think that happened for a reason like the universe has a way of working itself out where like I'm so grateful to have had gone through chronic pain because it really one gave me the building blocks to learn how to take care of myself at such a young age Two, like I think the wisdom you gain from like going through something like that is just like it's such a mental spiritual physical battle daily that just I think prepares you for like nothing phases me anymore like literally anything could happen I'm like oh whatever you know it's been worse I've been through worse yeah we, like, we, it's fine um so I'm definitely very very grateful for it um I just think it's funny how that ended up happening for me yeah yeah and I think you're right it does it does happen um in the way that it was meant to and it, it is those experiences that we learn from and that we end up turning around, helping others and like creating our life off of those experiences. Yeah. The obstacle is the way. (laughs) Yeah. Almost always. So do you feel like that same passion? Like you said, you feel really lit up by helping people who, um, helping people live life to their fullest or kind of answer these questions. And do you feel that about helping people through this chronic pain journey? Like when people were reaching out to you after that IGTV, were you like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This feels so good. I feel so recognized. Yeah, I was definitely lit up just to know that like I was helping. Like everyone always wants to serve. Like the greatest feeling in the world is helping someone. That's just like a known thing. And so like really helping someone and like making someone feel seen. um, It feels good, obviously. And like, it also like it fires you up to hear other people's stories about conventional medicine, like how horribly they're mismanaged and mistreated especially young people um I think when you're older like doctors have a little bit more respect for you I don't know why because you're older but like when you're young like they it's very easy to get walked all over um, I remember that at that age just feeling like yeah does anyone even notice me here (laughs) (laughs) and every doctor I went to was like you shouldn't be feeling this way like you're so young and I was like okay yeah I know I shouldn't can we figure it out (laughs) not helpful (laughs) Like, Thanks no, for the no, shame, but not making me feel any better. <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was, it's horrible. Like it's a, it's a dirty world out there. <laughs> um, so it definitely felt like good to like, you know, make people feel seen, show them that like there is a way out. Um, and now that we're talking about it, all the content, it doesn't have to be just for chronic pain. I feel like everyone has their own, even though I, my expertise is in chronic pain, like everyone has their own version of chronic pain. You know, it could be different things. It could be a breakup. It could be depression. It could be, it's not just, and like my content could just be more geared towards like, again, helping you live the best life and like defeating whatever your version of chronic pain is. Yeah. Or like not even, um, pigeonholing yourself into chronic pain. Like you're helping people live their best life, whether that's yeah. helping them overcome these chronic obstacles that they faced or helping them um, step outside of the box of you need to go to college and do things a certain way and showing them that you can travel and you can, right? Like, look at this, Abby. Yes. It's like, it's the it first time I've coached you on this. 
Well, no, we haven't gone this in depth in the past. In the past, no. we've talked about the umbrella and how things connect. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what we're getting to here. So how how is this bigger umbrella of, which I do this with manifesting generators all the time, manifesting generators <laughs> in your umbrella. How is this bigger umbrella of helping people to live life to their fullest, to live life, which is like your slogan you've been obsessed with forever, And what are the different spokes on that umbrella? And who are the different people that you help under that umbrella? Okay. So it's live life umbrella. That's like, that's my niche. That's my niche. That's your niche. Oh my God. My niche is live life. Yeah. Your niche is helping people to live life to the fullest who feel like they aren't living life to their fullest, who feel this like draining, right? We got to come up with a better thing though. I hate the live life to the full. Like that's too basic. We got to come up with some kind of what, what, what sits better with you? What do you like better? I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is another issue I need to talk about. Like I hate the, I hate the basic sayings, even if they're powerful, like live life to the fullest, like don't like yeah. that. that. You don't want to be a cliche. Like that's your, your life, life, life coach. Coaching. It's all rubbing that you the wrong way. Sit well with me. I don't know why I have this issue, but like those like typical, even the word everyone's, I am an entrepreneur. Like ever since I was very young, I've had before I had a vintage bowling store, like I've had multiple businesses, but I, for some reason, I hate the term entrepreneur. Like I think it's so overused. Mm. And like, I don't want to be called an entrepreneur. Like I want to be called a business owner, like an entrepreneur. Like there's so many people who say they're an entrepreneur and like, aren't doing shit. Like I'm a business owner. I'm not an entrepreneur, but like it is like, I am an entrepreneur, but for some reason that term rubs me the wrong way. Just doesn't sit with you. Well, that's okay. You're allowed to use any terms that do sit with you. Cause like and being a generator, being a manifesting generator, you're looking for that, what lights up your sacral, right? You're looking for that, like, ooh, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing I yeah. want to do. Um, so do you have an idea of, like, what word? No, that's my problem. I don't like, know what to call myself. Do you need to call yourself anything? Maybe not. I like hype woman. Like, I, I'll be your hype woman. Yes, I fucking love that. <laughs> it's funny. Actually, I recorded an episode with Heather Mann, which I don't know if I'll release her before or after you, but we talked about the same exact thing. It's like, why do I need to have a label on it? You know, how many times have I changed my Instagram bio? Like a yeah. million and one. Like, why do I need to have a label on what I am and what I do? And why can't I just like do what I want to do? Yeah. Yeah, I like hype woman. I like hype hype woman. woman. Cause think about when you went through your chronic pain journey, like how nice would it have been to have a hype woman? Yeah. Hype you up self. Cause another thing a lot of people come back to me about is like so many people just self doubt and like limited self-confidence. Like that's one big thing. That's one thing I really want to focus on. And that's what my next like set of content I'm really going to focus on is, is like, just do it. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's so many people that reach out to me being saying things like I just like don't think I'm ready and this and that and I'm like you're never gonna be ready you just do it just try experience just um, live so life, self-doubt bitch. and so yeah live life <laughs> but yeah self-confidence and self-doubt is a huge theme that comes up with a lot of people yeah yeah for sure and so it's like if you have like just listening to you talk I'm like you you're first of all your audience is very responsive really loves yeah all the shit that you post. And obviously there it's resonating with them. You are having a lot of people reach out to you being like, yes, oh my God, I feel so seen. So where is this gremlin that you have to have a niche 
actually holding you back from this pool of people who are like, I want to hire you. And you're like, but you can't because I don't have a niche yet. Do you realize how silly that is? Like, do you realize how silly that is? I know that's really not good. It's so funny how some things are so obvious to other people. And then like in your own head, it's just like, wait, what? Yeah, that's my whole job. So. I know. But it is, it's like you are literally, it's like people are coming to you, trying to hire you, like trying, being like, oh my God, yes. Like everything you're saying is resonating. I could use this kind of support. I would love more content on this. And you're over here, like your spirit guides are screaming at you and you're over here like, da, 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 da. what? No, I'm so busy getting my niche sorted out. <laughs> well, I think that holds me back too is with the niche thing is like, in order, like, I want to have, like, a comprehensive, like, package or, like, something offered, and I don't have a website yet, like, I don't have anything set up, so that definitely holds me back, because I'm a very, it's very important for me, one of my biggest things I tell people in business is to make everything as simple as possible for people, so when I create a website, I want it to be beautiful, I want it to be very clear, I want it to be as easy as possible to reach out to me, and to get to that point a lot of times like it really does take time because you have to constantly analyze um how to make it simpler how to make it better how to make it more efficient where sometimes I get so caught up in that where it's like you just need to go yeah <laughs> like you're of, not even starting because you're so yeah, I'm not overwhelmed even starting because I'm so overwhelmed yeah and like the other question like do you actually need a website to offer something to these people who already are interested I guess that's true you know, yeah. and part of the training that I did, the body mind coaching, like we were taught like sell it first and create it as you go. So like you have people interested in working with you. So if you were to reach out to all these people and be like, I'm thinking of doing a pilot program, would you be yeah. interested? Right. And as you, as you take them through the program, you'll figure out what it is that you need to do. You'll figure out what their questions are. You'll figure out the, like you're looking for these answers, but like, you don't even have the questions yet. I know. You're right. I just need to go. I just need to do it. You just need to do it. Especially it's so silly that I've had all these people reach out and I'm like, Oh, just wait a minute, honey. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> Let me yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That's literally like, if you were at a pizza shop and you were like, I'm starving. And they're like, well, we don't have pizza here. And you're like, but what? <laughs> I'm starving. Make a pizza. <laughs> Oops. Well, I think the other thing that was really holding me back too is the fact that, again, that the most of the people that were reaching out to me were 35-year-old men and women when originally I was expecting to be coaching more like people 20, 25, 30. So I well, was- what's the difference? Out, I mean, why does that matter? There is no difference. I know. It's so silly. I think it's because it definitely goes back to my family in the sense that I grew up in a very traditional family where like you respect people who are older than you. If you're younger, like you're irrelevant. Like the people who are older matter. If you're the younger, like you are completely irrelevant. So when I told my brother about this, I was like, yeah, like all these 35 year old women and like men are like reaching out to me. And he just started cracking up, like literally bursting out laughing. And he was like, why would anyone like, that would be like you consulting me. And I was like, you call me six times a day with life questions. I, I consult do you consult every you fucking day. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And you can always count on family to just like pull you down a notch, right? Oh yeah. They're, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. 
so I want to talk about this because I think this is a good topic, especially for young listeners listening, because like you have always been like, I always forget that you're like 10 years younger than me and you're not quite 10, but like almost. And yeah. um, it's funny because like you are someone who I respect so much. I always respect your opinion. Like you have owned multiple businesses. So you're someone I go to a lot for business advice. Um, and I think it is tricky to be a young person with as much wisdom as you, as you have at your age. Um, but where do we get kind of like caught up in like that age thing? Like what you have is also really valuable. And I think people would be more than willing to pay you for it. So where are you holding yourself back because of this gremlin that like, you're too young to know what you're doing? I think it's familial for sure. Like the family, just growing up in that environment where you respect and you should respect people who are old and you don't get Yeah, not that you that. shouldn't respect, you should respect everybody, but yeah. <laughs> but it was more like, you're the youngest. So like, you're kind of like, your opinion's irrelevant because you're the youngest. I think that that's a really common gremlin for youngest children is this like you just I think you guys often my my little sister would totally agree with you here it's like you're often growing up like no one cares no one cares about your opinion what you say is irrelevant right like so and like is that true or is that just a story you've been telling yourself because of how you were raised and you know what you're and you're you only have older brothers right so well so yeah my brothers are both one of their brothers so you have that like masculine like ego my another thing with my family is love them but we are definitely a very um one pride driven family and two like there's a lot of ego things that happen <laughs> uh, <laughs> flying around so I mean honestly thank god for me traveling and for chronic pain because I mean going through the two of those things combined completely broke down that layer of myself and not that it's bad I just think I'm a much more compassionate and like empathetic person because of it Mm. um but anyways so yeah definitely being the youngest um and having two older brothers that like it was a 10-year age difference so it wasn't like we were close in age like I was the baby baby and the only girl so, I mean, there's all sorts of gremlins going on in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. And is part of you worried that like, if you start working with these people who are older than you, that they'll like challenge you or kind of be like, well, what does she know? She's only 12, the, right? The what does she know thing. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I think even a parent has something to do with it. Cause like, if you, no one's going to see me cause it's recording, but I have a very young face. Like I look very young. Mm-hmm. So like, Sometimes I think people are going to see me and be like, oh my God, what is this 12 year old doing? <laughs> um, now, so yeah, has that actually ever, like, has that been happening to you over the last few years as you do branding work? And, or is that no, something never. that's really you're putting on yourself? Yeah. I'm putting, I mean, it happens in the sense where, like, I'll go to the grocery store, like, some old man will literally think I'm still in high school in that sense, but never yeah. in the branding thing where people respect me less because I look young or am young. That's never happened. It's a silly thing that it's again, like you said, a story you tell yourself. Yeah. Like a story that you're kind of stuck on. Um, and do you feel like it, that is what's holding you back? I think that, and the, also the sense that like, one of the things I value is since I have, even though I'm so young, like I've had a lot of life experience. Like I've moved to a new city all by myself, not knowing no one, I've traveled. Um, I've had a lot of different family things that have happened in my life. And when it comes to like these 35 year olds who are reaching out to me, 
I feel like since I haven't lived as much life as them or as many years, like I might not be the right fit or in the sense that like, if they have children, um, you know, like I've never had kids. So like, that's not something I can relate to, which makes me feel like I can't serve them completely in my consulting because I don't understand that aspect of their life. Mm. Um, but that's not what I'm consulting them for. So it's kind of like a silly thing to. Yeah. Know, like, like what? <laughs> but it definitely is something that I think about. It's like, oh, they have kids. I don't have kids. How can I help them if I don't have kids? But <laughs> Yeah. But matter. you're not like a. <laughs> I'm not like a how to parent coach yeah yeah you know and even that like you babysat you have some experience with kids oh yeah I mean Uh, my dad has 12 brothers and sisters I have lots of experience with kids I'm around them all the time yeah 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 so what do you want to say to that gremlin like what how do you want to how would you rather feel and like what do you want to say to that gremlin to kind of move forward Um, I'd rather feel confident in my complete ability to coach people. And I'd like to tell that gremlin to fuck off. (laughs) I like that. I'm on board for that. And what experiences do you have that show that show to you, like to you and prove that you do know what you're doing and that you can provide a lot of value? All of the decisions I've made, you know, like I've always gone the path that people have told me not to go. Like I've always, no matter what other people have said and how against it they've been, I have done my own thing. And that's like something to be proud of where I was meant to go to college. I was a very good student, very active in the community. Everyone gave me such a hard time for not going to college. That was a huge theme in my life for a while. It was just me and you talked about this, but for the longest time, and it only took me recently to get over it, was the need to prove to people that I was doing okay because I didn't go to college. Mm. Um, So that whole like proving yourself issue was a big thing for me before I saw you. But um, I've always like boldly gone like whatever path I wanted to. So like when I was 19, like I moved to Austin by myself, not knowing a single person, just got in my car and drove down, had nothing set up, figured out. Like I've always been very um set in my own intuition and I always know what's right for me like I have a very good inner guide and what needs to be done Mm -hmm. and I follow it regardless of what people say and I think that's kind of like my I always tell people like what's your superpower and I think that's like my superpower is like Mm. I don't give a fuck what other people think and I am going to do what is right for me um regardless of how much you don't want me to (laughs) and even though you're 22 how many people do you know that are 35 45 55 who are still living by everybody else's rules still living because they're trying to prove that they're good enough or prove that they are smart enough and aren't breaking free of that yeah and how could how could you help them you know how much could you help them to walk that path Yeah. And not even that, like the concepts is what lights me up, but it really upsets me how many people don't do basic habits that better themselves. So there's different things you can do daily that will have a huge impact on your life. Drinking the proper amount of water. It sounds so silly, but just drinking 90 ounces of water a day will change your health, will change your life. If you are not drinking 90 ounces of water a day right now, and you are listening, buy yourself a water bottle and drink those 90 ounces. I am telling you, life-changing. And things like getting enough sleep, things like 
writing affirmations. If you write something down, it will happen. I promise you, just like believing in yourself. There's so many things that I can't believe that people like aren't doing it. And I just want everyone to do them because if everyone doesn't like, they're just gonna, this world is gonna be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that you're 22. Like, you know that you recognize that. And my guess is when you start working with these clients, they're going to be like, man, I wish I knew what you know when I was your age. Yeah. Well, again, I was really lucky. I always say this. I was shitting on my brothers earlier, but I was very lucky in growing up with brothers that were (laughs) loop (laughs) that were 10 years older than me because I really got to learn from all of their mistakes. And I kind of got to like grow up feeling like I was there. I was very lucky and um, my parents, one, they, me being a girl, they didn't raise me any differently. Like I was treated the same way my brothers were treated, which I think was a huge issue with parenting is the, the differential treatment between females and males. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the reasons why I was able to live the life I've lived is because I really was raised the same way that my brothers Mm. were raised. Um, I don't even know where, what my point was when I started this. I just went on a rant. (laughs) I think you were just like letting us know why you can oh, still yeah, be why why I can still be helpful. So like yeah. I grew up with I feel like I grew up as if I was my brother's age, even though I was so young. So it's almost mm. like I'm 10 years ahead, even though I'm 10 years younger, you know? Yeah, you're definitely very mature for your age. I, I always <laughs> forget. Like sometimes we'll be talking and then I'm like, like I remember when we first started hanging out. I'm like, oh my God, you can't come get a drink with me. Like, I don't <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot I was that young. <laughs> when we met when we first started hanging out (laughs) yeah I was young that was so that that's a common theme because a lot of my friends are older so like I remember like even when I was 17 people like oh like come out to the bar and I was like bro I'm 17 (laughs) I cooked the bar right now (laughs) and like living where we live it's not like I could like bring my fake ID like everyone knows who I am (laughs) yeah this is a very small town not gonna get far with that (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's always been a theme for me (laughs) You definitely are very mature for your age and like have a ton of wisdom. And I think that letting yourself, like holding yourself back because of that fear, like I really don't think your clients are going to think of it that way um, at all. And I mean, I think you've worked with some of these branding people, like you've done a lot of work for some of these branding people that you've worked with. Um, And so like, where can you look back at that experience and be like, well, you know, they didn't, they didn't have an issue with me, like me being young. Yeah. I, I helped them a ton. I helped them with their business development. Like, um, I would say you do even more than just like branding. You really get into like the nitty gritty of what's working and what's not with someone's business. But, um, where can you remember that as you move forward and like, give yourself that confidence of like, I've done this before. I know what the fuck I'm doing. It doesn't matter that I'm 22. Um, I, I need to doing. be my own hype woman, Abby. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I love that. You do need to be your own hype woman. And hi- yeah. how can you like hype yourself up? Um, so I, it's so funny that we're talking about this because a lot of the times the advice you give is the advice you need. So yeah. I was creating an exercise yesterday for my followers and it's basically a hype yourself up exercise. So the exercise consists of this, where it's you write all of your accomplishments over the past five years and then you write all of your accomplishments over the past year. And then you write all of your accomplishments over the past month, over the past week, and over the past day. And that day. So it really allows you to just like hype yourself up and be like, holy fuck, look at all this shit I've done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have so you I done think it I need for to yourself? Do that exor- yeah. No, I just, I created the exercise. I didn't do it. 
I gotta do the exercise. Gotta put yourself through that exercise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just funny how you create the content you create is usually what you need most in your life at that point, which is funny. Yeah, that's always how it gets. That's how it goes almost all the time. Like I said, every now and then I'll say something to someone like during a session and I'm like, was that for me or for you? I think it was for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this how, was so effective. Live yeah, life. how are you feeling? Are you feeling better about this? Are you feeling better about your niche, your umbrella? Um, I think I just, again, you know my issue. It's I always get so caught up in niching and like making you stuff as simple as possible. And I just got to do it. Live life. Just gotta. That's that. I think the fact that I know that my niche is live life now, though, gives me that permission to kind of be all over the place. Because at least in my brain, I have a niche, like an organization, and it's like, yeah, yeah, like you're helping people live life through travel and gap years. Like that's a huge thing for a lot of people, or through um, the chronic pain journey, right? Like for people who are in the grips of chronic pain, like you can really help them to to live that their life. Um, yeah. not to the fullest. Cause you don't like that, but um, <laughs> <Just live> life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe you'll come up with the slogan. I feel like it'll, it'll live come life hype woman live. Life. I don't life. know. I don't know. Hype up like your that. life. I don't know. We'll hype up. I'll come up with something. I'll be in the shower one day and be like, Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's where all my genius <laughs> ideas come in. Mm-hmm. So is this, that are you tying perfectly with the podcast too? Oh yeah. You want to tell us about that? Life. I know so about gonna, it, but now you might as well yeah, tell everybody I else. That people. I'm creating you forget that we're recording this for to go live. <laughs> I'm creating a podcast called People Living Life. And it's basically the idea of, because I've traveled all over the world, I've met so many incredible human beings. And one of the greatest lessons travel ever taught me was everyone is truly on their own path at their own pace. And you are exactly where you need to be right now. We get so caught up in being ahead or behind and this and that and travel. Or niching. Yeah, or niching. That was like one of the beautiful, beautiful lessons travel taught me. So I want to create a podcast where it's me interviewing these people from all over the world and kind of just showing the, I'm hoping themes come up where some of the themes will be like just our need for love and community and this and that. And just to show that like, we all live so differently. And for people to see, like, I want to go to like the indigenous communities in Ecuador and people to like see how people are living there and here and this and that. But just to have the overarching theme that we are all interconnected. We all love each other. Like all that hippy dippy stuff. (laughs) I love it. Like love Um, of humanity. Yeah, the love of humanity and that humanity really is so kind. Like everyone likes to think that like everything's bad. If you travel, you'll realize that like humanity really is so much kinder than you think. Everyone really is naturally good unless, I mean, obviously there's exceptions and this and that, but humanity is kind. Mm -hmm. I want people to remember that. Yes. And how powerful that will be when you get that podcast out and really start sharing that. But that'll tie in so well with like the whole live life idea, I think. Yeah. Like, people live in life, live life. Like, look at us, Abby. We got my whole business planned out in this session. All going on. And the other thing I just want to like project on you real quick is like, um, by not worrying about niching down and just helping who, who lights you up and like by following this desire to help people live life, like then you're also in turn living life. Like instead of playing by these rules that you've read, which like everybody's got a different thing to say about that anyway, but like 
these rules that you've read that like you have to have one niche right you have to have yeah tunnel vision on it um and by kind of breaking free of that and being like no you don't i can help all these different people all to live their life in in this other way it's kind of like yeah. then you can empower other people to do the same i do think as a theme though to help other people in terms of niching down is for me because I wouldn't have felt this sense of freedom right now unless I did in my brain have some kind of niche. Mm -hmm. So even though my niche is very broad, like it really helps me to know that my niche is living life. So like for people listening to this to know that if you're trying to niche down and you still would feel more comfortable having like a niche quote unquote, just like what's the bigger theme in everything you're doing? And that theme can be your niche. It doesn't have to be as specific as like chronic pain or whatever. It could just be like my living life or whatever you're consulting. Yeah. It's that umbrella that we've talked about so many times. Yeah. Um, and that allows you to have like chronic pain is obviously a part of your history. So that can be a spoke on the umbrella without being your entire identity. Right. It's like, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Allowing yourself to have these different kind of sub niches within your larger, more vague niche. Yeah. Mm. And how does yeah, that feel? Like does that feel better in your body? Like, is your gut response? Oh, yeah. I feel so that? much better. I feel lighter. My shoulders aren't as tense. We are light. Woo. We are uh, living life. <laughs> we are living life. I'm so excited. And I can't wait to see where you go with all of this, you know? And um, I'm glad you came out. I think it's going to help a lot of people. This is such like a manifesting generator thing to be struggling with. Um, and I think it's going to help a lot of other people who are kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I agree. Well, I hope it does. Oh, I'm sure it will. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that that you're feeling better. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Instagram website. It's going to be so funny now that I do my Instagram handle after all this. So my Instagram handle is Annie, A-N-N-I-E underscore living life wow who would have known she needed my help to figure this need out there's no g though it's just l-i-v-i-n life i'm gonna put it in the show notes for everybody anyway so annie living life um i just had to say that you're like oh yeah. See, it always, it's like, it feels that way for me coaching too. Like it's so obvious to me what's going on with you, but it's not always obvious to see it with yourself, you know? And I do the yeah. same thing when I get coached. I'm like, oh yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, so silly when you think about it, but yeah. It, yeah. The you reasons just get we, so caught up in your head. Your mind the reasons is, we hold ourselves back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. We do get caught up in our head. We love to do that. And you know, society has so many like rules and it's all this society conditioning too, you know, it's the conditioning. It's the, yeah. Society it makes it plays a big part in telling you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And the people that's, I consult in, that's, that's what just breaking societal norms is one of the biggest things I am consulting people on daily. Yeah. Like, I can't do it because my parents want me not to. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> you're a grown adult. What are you trying to do for your parents? but giving someone that permission is oftentimes like a big first step right to be oh, like it's huge oh by the way you don't need to fit into that box that society's been putting you into you can do whatever you want and still be really successful like how many people didn't go to college and are super duper successful like yeah you know yeah. it's it's not a requirement you know no, definitely like we not. like to think it is 
So anywhere else that you want, um, you don't have your website set up, but I can always add that in later once you get your situation situated. Um, no, yeah, just the Instagram is really my main platform right now. Um, eventually there will be a website, but you can get, there's a lot of stuff on Instagram for people to take a look at. Yes, you do have all sorts of goodness on there. All right, Annie. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. I've been wanting to have you on since I started. So I'm glad we did this Yeah, this today. was great. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad we got you some clarity on your all over the place. Yes. Yeah. My head doesn't feel so clouded, which is good. I yes. Hate, I hate the cloud. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know that feeling. It's just like, oh, oh my God. And like, it's hard to even get the motivation to do anything when you feel like there's like all over the place. So and many things happening. Yeah. 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 100%. So what's your next step, you think? What are you going to do after we get off this call? If I know Annie, she's going to get right to work. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that on my people. <laughs> yes, yeah, right? And see if you can pilot up a starter thing. Like, you don't... The coaching thing, too, like, coaching people gives me confidence because then I realize, like, oh, well, I actually can do this. Like, I was coaching my friend, Michael. I was coaching Michael the other day just at breakfast. And, like, it just gives... Once you do it, it gives you more confidence to keep going because you realize your value and you realize like how good you are at what you do. Mm. Um, so I think the best thing for me to do, I'm all about building momentum. So the best thing for me to do to build momentum would be to start actually just coaching people. Like, yeah, reach out to some of those people and say, do you want a session? Yeah. A single session, right? You don't need to have a whole program organized on your website. Like, hey, you seemed really interested. I'm coaching people on that. Would you like to try a session with me? Yeah simple as that and you gotta let me know how it goes when when you start to let me I know will, I will I'll send you all a right message. yeah send me a little text let me know well thank you so much Annie it was so great having you on I think everybody is really gonna love um hearing your process and I think a lot of people are going to relate as well um yeah everybody else we will see you next time here on ask Abby thank you bye Annie